0: Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast based around the principles of our non-distressed auction model and Australian real estate concepts at work today in the US marketplace. We focus on scripts, dialogues, real situations in negotiation, listing appointments, prospecting, and all concepts to do with real estate. We look forward to being real and rethinking real estate with you. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Rethink Real Estate. Ben Brady's my name and uh, here with Jason Scott. Uh, Today I thought we would talk about uh, fees, Jace. Um, Some role play, some scripts and dialogue in respect to defending our fee. Um, And some basic principles around it. Because I do think that we do it backwards a lot of the time. Uh, It's interesting to see how agents, when asked, will simply just panic. Or they will get so defensive that the seller won't end up
1: wanting to do business with them in the first place. It's one of those things, I think, Ben, where this is probably the most delicate topic in any transaction that takes place, any conversation with a seller is exactly what the fees are, what the commission is, the negotiation of that commission, and how you handle that, as you say, being defensive, puts the seller off, good luck getting the listing. Um, but then again if you drop the pants excuse the term but then that doesn't help you and it doesn't help the relationship with the seller either and of course that probably compromises your ability to negotiate the best result
0: what fees have you seen out there in the marketplace at the moment Jace collectively between you and I we would do anywhere between 20 and 30 40 listy presentations a week you know yeah. what um, What? What fees have you seen thrown around the marketplace because you've got like the new new people out there the purple bricks the red fins all those types. of things
1: well thing. you know you've got red fins and purple bricks that are doing things at effectively 1% out there Um, um, we have other realtors out there that essentially are able to drop their commissions by offering less to the buy side, still taking less as a listing agent, but offering less to the buy side, which doesn't help the overall situation. And obviously when our agents come in at 6% or or even a little bit above that, um, it can be a bit of a, a, a tough pill to swallow for the seller, so to speak. But I've seen fees out there from obviously Redfin doing 1%, um, other realtors offering both sides at a totality of 4% or something like that. I saw so, a three the other day. They'll take 1% and offer 2% of the buy side. Yeah. Will be, no, all of those type of things. Yeah, all of that. All of that. So when you come in and you're offering you know, 25 or 3% to a buy side and you're there taking 3 or 35 as a listing agent, um, there's obviously a big discrepancy there. And depending on the price point that you're at, it can be quite a substantial amount of money to a seller. And of course, bearing in mind that a seller does not... Um, you know list their home or multiple properties every single day or every single week like we do uh, in the industry and so you, you know you and i it's quite easy for us to to kind of shake off this this commission or you know try and say oh well, that's ridiculous but to a seller when they look at a 20 40 sixty thousand dollar discrepancy in two commissions of what is essentially seen to be doing the exact same job um, to them that is a big deal and so we need to take it seriously we need to come up with a plan on how to tackle that and also being appropriate with it so let's talk about this then. Is that the principle?
0: Why is it that we negotiate the fee in the listing presentation when we have the least amount of leverage? negotiation in any any court, and let's face it, fee is not a handling an objection. It is a negotiation. Full stop. Why is it that we handle it in the listing presentation where the seller has the most amount of most amount of leverage? Nice. Because you know, I, I personally think that you know, I have I've made it my philosophy in real estate is to not negotiate fee upfront. Is to make sure that we get paid on performance. So one of the first things that I will say, first of all, if a seller asks me, so let's do a role play, So I'm sitting there at the listing presentation. Cool. Um, we've gotten to the fee part of the agenda. Yep. And I say um, to the sellers, I, I, I say, um, so now we're at the fee section uh, yep. of our listing presentation. Yep, um, our fee is 6%. Now, how that is structured is that what will be written into your listing agreement is that it's 6% subject to negotiation at the time of an acceptable offer. Now, the reason I'm saying that to you, Jason, is based on the fact that, you know, I believe that if we get you the price that you're essentially looking for, um, now obviously you need to equate our fee into that to make sure that you end up with a net that you're comfortable with then we should be rewarded for doing so. I think that real estate need to work needs to work in a two-way street mentality, is that I need to make sure that I'm incentivized in order to get you the most amount of money out of the marketplace. And by setting your expectations at a certain level and us agreeing on that and saying, hey, our fee is 6%, we will be striving and doing everything we possibly can to do so. However, if we do fall a little bit short and we come to you with an offer and we do say that this is the best that we can do, then at that time, I believe that it needs to be then a negotiation that we have before you enter escrow. It still puts you in complete control. Um, um, but at the same point in time, allows us to ensure that we're doing everything we
1: possibly can to get there. And what you've done there, again, is, is is when a seller says, okay, so what's your commission or you bring it up as as you should do, just being on the forefront and directing and leading the conversation in the listing presentation as, as every agent should be doing. But when that conversation comes up, the way that you've explained that there is it disarms the seller as well Correct. and coming into that in a defensive or an argumentative way and going, oh, hang on a second, 6%, someone else is offering 4% or 3% or whatever it might be, 5%. Um, going through that, explaining that, justifying exactly what it is, um, that disarms the seller. And again, makes you more approachable, makes the conversation more approachable. And it also makes the, the conversation, the flow of that conversation more agreeable as well. And Oh, I agree. It shows some
0: flexibility on your perspective as well, that you're not hard and fast on that individual rule. Um, can, I, can I put something out there though? what is the first reaction for most agents you know the script that i hear every single time and please folks that are listening to this understand that every single real estate agent at one point has heard this script and is going to use it and if you use it you sound like the cliche real estate agent that doesn't really know what they're doing that learned it out of a book or from a scripts and dialogue point of view or whatever it is okay please do not use well if they can't negotiate their fee how are they going to negotiate for your biggest asset you know, that is just so cliche that every single person uses it. You've got to come up with things in your own perspective. Another way of diffusing the situation on a fee perspective, Jace, that I really like to use, is making sure, because when it comes to these things, this is the green monster that every agent has thought about for years or has thought about is always going to come up. So you can tend to panic. Mm-hmm. If a seller says to you this, well, the other agent down the road or Redfin or whatever it may be, and they compare you straight away to somebody else. We don't really want to pay over 4% because we've been offered this or we've been offered that or this person said whatever. Simply asking them a really diffusing question and agreeing with them and how to handle that first. I would say, hey, look, I can respect that you guys want to have a very clear picture on what this is going to cost you. And that's why I'm more than happy to speak about it. But
1: can I ask you, why do you think that the other agent is charging you less when they can charge you more? And and what you've done there, there's a couple of steps to any objection. Now, obviously, we're talking about fees today, so we're going to stay on that topic, but it's any objection that comes through with the seller at a listing, after listing, it doesn't matter, and that is acknowledge mm-hmm. the the um, topic that has been brought up and acknowledge the seller's point of view and their discrepancy, and then diffuse and overcome that objection with some of these dialogues that you've just mentioned and some of the conversations that will then follow, of course. But if you acknowledge that and say, you know what, I can completely understand that that's obviously a little bit different or that could be a little bit confronting or that was a little bit cheaper. And then uh, diffusing that and and asking that question as far as, okay, so can I ask why that is or whatever the case might be? So so just to digress slightly, Ben, acknowledge, diffuse, I think are the two most important things with any objection that comes forward. I don't know what diffuse means, but defuse maybe you done <laughs> <laughs> i guess so so another another way
0: another way of going about it as well is that people might think that it's okay when a seller doesn't bring up fees now I had a situation a very long time ago when I first got into real estate that I saw happen to an agent. You know, it's interesting the peacock walk that you see people have after they've done a really good listing presentation. This gentleman's walked in with this unbelievable strut into the office, and we're like, "Oh, how the listing go?" He's like, "Oh, nailed it." Did you Did you get the business? He's like, "Oh, no, they definitely. I didn't sign it, but I, they're definitely coming with me." And then I'm like, oh, okay, great. No problems at all. The next day I've walked into the office and this gentleman looks like somebody's run over his dog. Um, I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, they listed with somebody else. I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, the the discount agency they listed with. And I said, well, how did you handle the fee objection? Um, Let's talk about that and we'll go through and do some role playing. And he's like, well, they actually didn't bring fee up. You don't know what's important to people because... Some people will bring up fees straight away because they might be a little bit cheap, okay? Let's just, let's get that out in the open. They might be cheap, they might not wanna ever pay full price for anything, your commission included. But then there's other people that have a certain persona or perception they like to put out that they're not in any financial worry, but they, uh, the other agent brings it up with them that, hey, this is the fee I charge, but you tend to leave it alone and you don't even get a chance to then defend yourself. Okay, I believe that you know there's an old saying, and I don't know if it's something common here, is that let a sleeping dog lie. I don't believe in that. I believe wake it up so you know what you're dealing with, whether it's friendly or whether it's bad. So making sure that you ask the fee question is probably the first perspective. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, did you have any idea of what, you, what it actually cost you to sell your home? Maybe that's the first question that you ask with the fee conversation. They might say yes, they might say no. They might say yes, well, this other agent did this. But again, you can then handle that with, hey, look, I can respect um, you guys wanting to understand if they're curious about it, okay? Why do you think the other agent offered you less when they can offer you, or charge you more? You know, that's basically pointing out that they're, they're offering less. Yeah, yeah, they're deficiencies. Because it all leads back to understanding the mental set of why somebody offers less or, or offers to do it for less. One, they're insecure in their own ability.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or two, they lack in their depth of offering. Yeah, and that's a that's or three, they're desperate. Oh, desperate, correct? And all of those things will reflect poorly to the end result of that seller. But you don't want to you don't want to get into the match of denigrating that other person because it looks poorly on you. It's just letting them understand it from asking a few subtle questions. But folks, again, why are they doing it? Because they they they're fearful that they don't have depth in their offering. They have an insecure in, their own, insecure in their own ability to get the most amount of money. You know, that is what you're trying to point out in this situation. But then leading it to a diffusing way of putting it, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we'd like to put in 6% into the listing agreement, but also the words that follow are subject to negotiation at the time of an acceptable offer. Because now is not the time to negotiate or disincentivize your listing agent now is the time to encourage. And I wanna see things work on a two-way street that if I, there is benefit to me getting you more money, then I wanna see that. But ultimately, if I'm not able to bring you the price that you're comfortable with, then we will sit down before you accept that offer and we will talk about what is the net and what it's gonna work for you. Because folks, to say that you've never negotiated a fee would be lying, or you haven't done enough, enough real estate transactions.
1: Yeah, exactly right. and. And I think further to to that as well is is obviously making sure that we articulate and point out to a seller as well is that, hey, we work for free up until a time that I present you with an offer and with a contract in writing that you're happy to accept, factoring in all of those external costs and those third-party costs of which I am one of those. So up until such a time that I bring you an offer that you're attracted to and you're willing to enter escrow with the fee is a little bit redundant. So negotiating at that time obviously is important. But but again, being comfortable and being not arrogant, but being confident in your process and your negotiation skills, uh, that will then allow you to in turn, of course, bring the seller the very best offer that the market is willing to bear. And so your fee is already justified in that offer itself. And hey, this might be another podcast that we do and it will be another podcast that we do. But um,
0: another way of going about it as well is that if they are not completely convinced that you are the right person to get them every single last cent out of the marketplace and are worth your fee, one of the things I've done in the past is I've asked a seller, hey, did you test drive your car that's sitting in your garage? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Why don't you take me, your listing agent, for a test drive and how I'm going to negotiate to get the most amount of money out of the marketplace for you because the, me, could be the difference between you know getting you your commission back and me not costing you anything at all. Mm-hmm. And that level of confidence certainly shows as well. Mm-hmm. But... Jace, without going uh, going into it any further, let's do one final role play, okay? Yep. I want you to be a seller that's a little bit disgruntled on fee. That won't be okay? hard. No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> um, and uh, and and I'll handle it. Okay. All right. Yep. So um, we've
1: come to the fee. Yeah, Ben, that's all great, mate. Um, look at the end of the day, what's 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 the cost? What's the commission? What are sure. you charging me? Yeah, I can appreciate that.
0: Um. Jace, thanks very much for bringing it up because it gives me a chance to talk through it and make it very, very clear. Yeah. Um, first of all. um. Second of all is that, you know, I, I want to understand, have you spoken to any other real estate agents? Have they given you any fees?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've spoken with Redfin. I've spoken with Keller Williams. Both have given me fees. How important is the fee in the transaction to you? Well, it's very important. Okay. It's thousands of dollars out of yeah. my pocket. Oh, no, I understand that completely. I just wanted
0: to make sure that, you know, whether or not it was the deciding factor. Is it the starting factor to you choosing a real estate agent? It's a very important factor okay no problems at all um, Jase, I guess that why do you think that the other companies are charging less when they can charge more
1: uh, well they want to get the business obviously okay. real estate's a competitive environment they want to they want to get the business up. they've um, already got buyers you know a lot of them are buying buy side realtors as well representing that side so um, I imagine it's going to be a pretty easy property to sell I would have thought I mean it's a lovely home so it's a good market so you know I can't quite justify throwing thousands of dollars for the sake of it when you know it should be a pretty quick sale it should be easy work for you
0: yeah I guess hey it's interesting you know one of the things about real estate it doesn't work like a normal retail sales um, company or, or process so for example let's say that you buy a TV and then you figure out you know 30 days later that you're not happy with it or it breaks down and it's no good you can take that TV back and get a full refund on your money certainly if you go to Costco or any place like that is that fair enough? yeah when it comes to your real estate agent, um you can make the purchase or or you can actually employ them up front, but then after several weeks you're realising that they're not the right person for you and you've made a decision based on fee, um, you know, there is no return policy or refund policy in real estate. All there is is your property's reputation being damaged and cost you tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. So the decision that you make today is very, very important. the way that I look at it um, is that ultimately there's only one reason, or two, excuse me, two reasons that a agent is offering you less fees. One, because of an insecurity in their own ability. And two, is because of a lack of depth in what they're offering. Today what I want to talk to you about is what my fee is, okay, and how it simply works. Is that we'd like to state at the very beginning that in your listing agreement that our fee is 6%. So we're probably the most oh. expensive that you're dealing
1: with. Yeah, mate. 6%, like you've got a minimum of 2% more than anybody else. I understand. I, I respect that. Um, but we're results-driven, remember.
0: Okay, so what I'd like to follow that in the listing agreement is the words um, 6% subject to negotiation at the time of an acceptable offer. So what does that mean? So what that means is, Jason, that you would set a number that you would ultimately want and that you would be comfortable paying a 6%, 6% for And then if I cannot achieve that number when I bring you an offer and I say to you, this is the best I can do, then at that time when we have the offer in hand, we can have a discussion around what my fee actually is based on performance. So am
1: I going to be contractually bound because I've got 6% disagreement right now? Not at all.
0: Not at all. Okay, you will make the decision. Remember, real estate is a commission-based business. We do not sell unless we reach a price that you're completely comfortable with. So we'll never recommend or do anything that's not going to work, because unless the contract bears your signature, it cannot enter escrow and it cannot close.
1: So, so if I if you bring me an offer that's kind of okay and I'm not really stoked with it, but we sell the property, what you're saying is that you'll match the other offer, the other commission that's being offered. Depending
0: on what that actual offer is, and I don't have a crystal ball. And ultimately, if I haven't done my job and you don't believe I'm worth the money because I haven't proven to you that this is the best that we can do in the marketplace, one, you don't have to accept it, or two, you can ask me for a reduced fee and whether or not that matches up is whether or not the deal gets done. Either way, you have complete control, but it's performance-based. Real estate works as a two-way street, Jason, and I wanna make sure that you are not disincentivizing me at the beginning of this listing, that we are being absolutely incentivized to get you the most amount of
1: money possible from the very, very get-go. But you're still getting paid a substantial amount of money at 4% anyway, mate.
0: I understand that. But at the same point in time, imagine how much harder that I work if ultimately I know I'm getting paid more than that if I bring you the actual... I understand the business. I understand the Um Fair enough. I think that we can stop it there, guys, because I, I think that everybody would agree that that's probably one of the more difficult... Conversations that has ever been brought up, Jace. I don't think I've ever really dealt with a seller as aggressive as that is on fee. Because we can all create these green monsters in our mind, but then at the end of it, it really isn't that bad. Okay, if you have done the right job in that listing presentation, anyway, which is again going to, going to be on more of our podcasts, and we're going to go break down a listing presentation, each individual sector and role play it, everything like that, is that if you have done it correctly. They're not gonna question your fee. Not to mention, it's very hard to argue with logic and offering to negotiate at the time of that contract okay, is the best thing. And not to mention, tricked of the trade guys. Don't negotiate in the listing presentation where you don't have any leverage. You want the business. You reek of that desperation in some cases. You That is not the time to agree to a fee. The time to agree to a fee is when you have the offer. They've seen how hard you've worked. You will absolutely make sure that your average fee stays up more than a percent if the, you do it that
1: way the seller has fear of loss in that situation as opposed to you having fear of loss and sure. i agree with you ben no one if you've had a a good listing presentation and you've ticked all the boxes prior to the fee conversation and you're not going to have a seller that a grills you that much or b has an attitude like that either no that's right not to mention you probably if you they had an attitude like
0: you do mate, you wouldn't, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd
1: reevaluate working with you that's exactly right. Clearly <laughs> clearly haven't woken up to that just yet
0: <laughs> anyway hey look at the risk of a game talking through it too much guys some really good principles in respect to the fee um, make sure that you are defending yourself and defending what you are worth um, we look forward to seeing you or, or uh, we look forward to seeing you shortly um, and look forward to listening to a, a few more of rethink real estate thanks Thank very you very much bye 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 guys